0: Well, hello, hello. Welcome to Orchid Bloom's podcast. Welcome back, bloomers. My name is Orchid Brown, and I will be your host on Orchid Bloom's podcast. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Orchid Eye Brown. Today's episode will be on warrior mindset. I wanted to focus on victim mindset or mentality, versus warrior mindset for this podcast episode. I had mentioned in a few podcast episodes before that my mother and I had a conversation in regards to wanting to be a predator in this world rather than prey. She said, I hope in another life that I would be in a position of power. It didn't sit right with me because the term is quite negative in my opinion, predator. Um, but I I guess she meant something else, but used the incorrect term. Predator is defined as a person who ruthlessly exploits others. I told my mom that I did not like the term and I did not think it's the correct word she wants to use. I understand why my mother would say that she had been dealt a dirty hand in life. She has accomplished so much due to her hard work and dedication, but she never wanted to struggle as she did ever again. My big brother said something similar over the years. The term he used was, he was born a loser. I felt that I never saw my big brother as a loser, never. And he is hardworking. If he made a mistake, he would give you a proper apology. Due to what life dealt to him in his childhood years, That may have affected his adult version and in a negative way. To me, my brother is so strong. He has dreams. He has never stopped dreaming. He is resilient because he always gets back up when life kicks him in the face. (laughs) To me, that's warrior mindset. But a lot of people in the world would not view their situation um, as, as them being a warrior. Because they keep dusting themselves back up after they fall and they get back out there and they try and try again. And even though they feel defeated and disappointed by this world, they just continue to give the best version of themselves in every way possible. Even though they would love to just remain negative and hateful and tell people to go fuck themselves, they still won't do it. They will still try to be the best version of themselves. And in my mind, that's a warrior mindset. The best part about reset is that you transform into the best version of yourself. You visualize who you want to be and work on making that vision a reality. You have envisioned every aspect of your life and you are actively making that your reality. Reset is the vision, emotional wellness is the preparation. And healing your inner child is making sure you don't sabotage it when you receive your manifestation. A warrior mindset to match your success. As you can see, all these podcast episodes connect. mindset is the opposite of victim mindset in my opinion. I have done a podcast episode on slavery mentality. And if you have not heard this podcast episode please go back and listen i find that there are they are very similar victim and slaves both have a master and it is not self what is a victim mindset or mentality a victim mentality is when a person feels like a victim in all situations even when the evidence suggests otherwise they may feel they have no control over what is happening to them This outlook impacts many areas of their lives, relationships, work, and health. This all stems from experiencing multiple situations where you lack control, ongoing emotional pain that leads to learning helplessness, Betrayal by someone closest to you. And I mean, who have not experienced betrayal by someone that is closest to you? It's almost like it's a badge of honor. <laughs> like, you haven't lived until someone betrayed you, right? <laughs> Victim mentality keeps people in the spiral of addiction, such as alcohol use or substance use. These victims may feel helpless to change their circumstances or ask for support from others while feeling unable to support themselves people with victim mentality have a difficult time taking personal responsibility for what happens in their lives they feel that bad things keep happening to them and the world is against them they even feel that people are against them that includes their partners co-workers family and friends they take things personally even when they are not directed or it's not directed at them i have met people like this and had to ask why they feel that what I have said about someone else or a situation that is not related to them affects them and why do they feel like it's about them. And then I asked them to provide examples as to what I am saying truly affects them in their lives. They would always get stuck and pause with no words and explanations to why they feel what they said was about them. I'm not even sure if I'm even explaining that right. I'm sure some of you have been in a situation where you're having a conversation with somebody and you are explaining something that had happened and had nothing to do with them. They were not even there. They were not even in existence, not even a thought. And for some apparent reason, while you are venting or you are explaining what happened to you, they somehow turn around and go, oh my God, I did that? Oh my God, are you talking about me? And yet their name was never mentioned. They were never there. They cannot come up with a memory to say that they witnessed this and they participated in it but for some apparent reason they feel like it's directed at them once i realized it kept happening all the time i i kept my distance i limited communication until it became zero communication with this person because every single time i had a conversation with this person it was almost like they they just internalized everything and started making it seem like it was about them and every single conversation i would have to ask them the exact same questions which part of what i've just explained to you is about you please tell me which part i think i was even uh talking to a guy once and i happened to be talking about this person um who was kind of body shaming somebody else and then I said, I didn't understand why this person was body shaming the other person when they don't look that good themselves. And literally when I said it to the person, they're like, oh my God, are you talking about me? And I said, what do you mean? Did you say that about somebody else? They're like, no. I said, what, why would you think that it's about you? And they would say, well, I mean, I, I don't look that good. And I was like, so are you asking me if the person who was body shaming somebody else was talking about you? And they're like, well, well, no. I'm like, you've met this person? They're like, no. I said, but what, uh, what part of what I said had anything to do with you? And the person would say, oh, well, I don't know. I, I, I kind of have like man boobs and, and a belly and, and I'm, and I'm kind of overweight. So I, I figured that you were talking to me. I said, but when did I say you? You, your name. Did I say, hey, I'll make up a name, um, Carter, Carter? you're fat. I think you need to take better care of yourself. When did I say that to you? And Carter would say, oh, uh, you didn't. But I just I just wanted to know, is that would, would you think that way about me? And I was like, oh, my God, I just can't. <laughs> I think I stood there looking at this person, with my jaw dropped com- completely confused, completely confused that this conversation about me getting mad at somebody else for body shaming a kind hearted person who had been through hell and back, and I understood that when that person was making fun of that person, they did not know their story, they did not walk a mile in their shoes. But I knew the story because I took the time to sit down and talk to them and bond with them. And they told me about their, you know, catching cancer years ago and they had to shave their head because they were in chemo. And they were talking about how, you know, they almost lost their marriage because of of what they were going through. And I truly fell for this person. And yet I'm talking to this other person that might have known and they're starting to make fun of this person. Oh, they didn't they weren't this fat before and blah, blah, blah. And of course, it's not really my place to go and say, well, you know what? Getting cancer. And fighting and beating cancer can really put you in that situation but it wasn't really my place to do that so all i could say was well i think she's a wonderful person and i think that you know she she's great i have nothing bad to say about her but then i was angry by it so when i was sharing the story with someone that i knew somehow they the only thing they took from that story was how they felt about their body. And somehow they decided to take that whole story and internalize it to, oh my God, my body. My body is not great. Would you still like me looking at me the way I am now? And in my mind, I'm like, am I talking to you? Should I sit here and judge you? Should I be like, you know what, Carter, you're a fat ass. Go lose some weight. Is that what you want me to say? But in their mind, that's what they heard. Even though you're telling them a story of how angry you were about somebody else doing that to someone else who have fought and won the greatest battle of their entire life, cancer. All this person heard was, oh my God. This person was criticizing them because of their weight. It must be because of me. Oh my God, it's me. It's me. Oh my God. That was my last straw. 100% my last straw. I had to let this person go. When I see them, I wave and I just keep walking. Oh, hey, you want to? Nope, I'm busy. Oh, where are you going? Maybe I can come. Nope, I, I prefer to be alone. Oh, let me text you later. Sure, no problem. They don't know they were blocked. Let me message you on Facebook. They don't know they were blocked. Yeah, 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 definitely. You can't, you, you reach out. Yeah, yeah. Keep walking, keep walking, Orchid. keep walking. Now that you have like a little bit of an understanding of what victim uh, victim mentality is, let's talk about the behavioral signs of victim mentality. So they often place blame or external factors or other people when things go wrong. They just, they just like to blame everybody else but themselves. It, it couldn't just be the weather. It couldn't be because they did something that caused a reaction. It has to be everyone else's fault but themselves. And you have met these people. Don't lie. The second on that list, having trouble taking personal responsibility or seeing how you may have contributed to a situation. I think I just mentioned that. Oh, I guess I'm moving too fast ahead. Being overly critical of yourself and others. I guess that's what Carter was doing, right? just being overly critical of themselves oh my god my weight i'm fat oh my god oh my god it's the end of the world self-sabotage is next on the list but i mean who hasn't really self-sabotaged i feel like that should be a condition all in its own and it's not just a victim mentality that causes someone to self-sabotage it could just be the fact that your inner child hasn't been healed or you're dealing with trauma Or you've just had such a a shitty experience in life that you figured that, you know what, maybe I should do it back to someone else before they do it to me. Self-sabotage. And the last on that behavioral sign list is associated only with people who think like themselves. And I do realize that because this Carter person, all of his friends were exactly the same way. And I remembered meeting some of Carter's friends just one day as I was just hanging out and I was just you know blowing some some time spending some time with myself and I was like oh I might as well just go hang out with somebody and get a good laugh and I ended up meeting up with Carter and I met some of his friends and guess what they all felt the exact same way they all just internalized whatever they heard um about other you know other people into them like oh my god what about me oh my god do I do that like and that that was them and I think they were drinking so much that they were drunk and they were still, it, it was almost like it got worse because they they just drink all the time. They had an increased, like they were alcoholics. They would never admit it though. And I've never called them out on it, but they were straight up alcoholics. I mean, they went through some of the hardest liquor. Like I think they drove all the way to the States to, to, and I'm like, God, you guys got money. And they, they drove all the way to the States and they bought up a shit ton of alcohol. And they came, it was a hard stuff like vodkas, whiskeys, like all of it. And I swear to God, that entire box that they bought, they finished it, just the three of them all by themselves. I think one bottle each. And they finished it that night. And they were basically just moping and, you know, trying. I, I, I wish I could explain to you what I was witnessing with these victims. As they would call themselves but they would never take responsibility for the hurt and the pain that they've caused other people they've always just turned around and say oh that person's crazy but they would not and and again every woman knows and i don't know if men experience this but if you have i'm sure you have met a girl or a guy that would come to you and tell you that that person is crazy you know they're 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 really messed up in the head And then as time goes by and you get to know these people or this specific person that's calling the other person crazy, you realize that the behavior of that other person, she's not or he's not as crazy as they said they were. That they did something to to cause that harm, to cause that person to come off crazy. They did. So I realized that I was sitting at the table with a bunch of victims. Victimhood. Where they were always the the victim of everybody everybody else and everything that they've done. But they refuse to take responsibility for the fucked up shit they've done to other people. So that's what I got to say about that. Now let's move on to the mental signs. Cognitive signs. The cognitive signs of victim mentality are seeing the world as unfair and unsafe. Emotionally unavailable. God have I met those people. Just kill me. They kill me. Limited empathy for others. Yep, these boys that I was sitting did not have empathy for nobody. You could tell them that something horrible happened to someone else and be like, oh, that's sad. And they'll just keep drinking and acting like everything's fine. But if they were the ones to ever go through that, and I think that happened once where Carter uh, called me up one day and I remember telling him something that had happened to my friend and how devastated I was for my friend. And when it had happened to him, he came to me crying like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened to me. And he was expecting so much empathy. But I just didn't have it for him because he wouldn't have it for anyone else. So next on the list, mistrust of authority figures. Well, with this situation, with some of the victim mentality people that I have met, I found that they were either afraid of people with uh, with authority. I wouldn't say mistrust. I know that they would look up to these authority figures and want to be them, but they just don't have the leadership skills to be able to take on that role as authority because they're incredibly insecure and they tend to take on everybody else's mistreatment onto themselves because, again, they have to be the center of attention. So I wouldn't say mistrust. I would say that they, they, they're a fan. They want to be them. They will end up being jealous and envious of them, but I wouldn't say that they mistrust them. And the next on the list is keeping score in relationships. Oof, yes. There's a reason why these boys were still single. They can't keep a relationship because they were always trying to one-up the partners that they were with. They couldn't help themselves. They had to be better in some way. But again, don't tell them they're fat. Don't tell a story that something something that has happened to you and how you witness this and and you know they they're gonna internalize it they're gonna feel like you are saying it about them but they will keep score and they also do it amongst themselves oh i have the house oh well i have the truck well i'm going on vacation well i'll be going on vacation next month yeah keep score in relationships including friendships there is no exemption no one's special And the last on this mental sign list is trouble accepting constructive criticism. These guys were delulu. And I'm only focusing on these guys because I've already started this podcast episode by talking about Carter and and then led into his friends. But majority of the people that I have met who have victim mentality, and I mean, they had it hard. They really had trouble accepting constructive criticism. Everybody else was the problem every it's never their fault they couldn't make a decision oh but this but that they always had an excuse it was crazy just crazy but keep in mind these are the same people that if you came to them for advice they would tell you the right thing to do but they wouldn't do it themselves because they need to be in a position where you have to feel bad for them that you have to look at them and think oh my God, poor them, I can't believe this is happening to them, but they will never take their own advice. They'll look at you and look down at you for not making the same decisions that they made. What do you mean you didn't leave your boyfriend after he did that to you? I can't believe that, I just don't have respect for you. But then they will be in back-to-back-to-back-to-back relationships where it lasts a period of time where they saw the writings on the wall that says, get the fuck out, and they wouldn't leave. And then somehow they forget the advice That they had for someone else. They lost respect for those people because they didn't take the advice, but they won't. And then they're the victim every single time after every relationship. Oh my God, he did that. He did that. He had a baby on me. Okay, but didn't you know he was fucking other people? Like, but didn't you judge your friend for still remaining in a relationship with a dude that was fucking somebody else? And you were all like, I can't be friends with you. Oh my God, you're so you're so embarrassing. Like, I just can't. I'm telling you, these people with victim mentality, they're killing me. They just kill me. All right, now let's go to the next list, which is about emotional signs. Emotional signs, gosh. I bet I, bet I struggle with some of these too. So I, I don't know. I don't think I have victim mentality. I'm really not that girl. I will take my pound of flesh. I refuse to be a victim. I will make sure I get my pound of flesh. But maybe that's the angry side of me. I don't know. Either way. Everyone has a dark side, and sometimes the dark side is is good. It's good. It feels good. And no one's going to tell me that I'm a bad person for tapping into that dark side and getting my pound of flesh. Because when it's done, I look, I gloat, I feel great. Emotional signs. Anxiety. I struggle with that. Depression, I know a lot of people struggling with that. Feeling unseen, I do not struggle with that. But I have met people who feel like they're unseen. And their behavior when they do feel like they're unseen is that they start lashing out. They start doing the most. They start lying. They start trying to mimic another person to to get the attention that they're receiving. Because again, they have identity issues. And so I have seen in the workplace... What feeling unseen looks like. I have not paid attention outside of the workplace because, you know, I'm not getting paid outside the workplace. But inside the workplace, I'm getting paid and I will be entertained. Uh, The next on the list, guilt and shame. I mean, everyone I know feels some form of guilt and shame. But there are certain people that have risen above it and said, listen, this is who I am. If you don't like it, too fucking bad. And I respect that. I do. Next on the list, low self-esteem um yeah we're not going to talk about that (laughs) after that resentment of others these people are very resentful very resentful i feel when i mentioned the term uh feeling unseen and i i just kind of you know listed some some points about unseen i i realized that eventually these people go from admiring the people that are getting all of the attention by not Really doing very much, um, they start trying to mimicking them. As I mentioned, they start trying to build up that authority or influence that that person has by trying to be them. And when it doesn't work, which it never works, because you're not being your authentic self, they they become resentful of those people that get it easy. You know what I'm saying? So that's my example of resentment of others. And then there's social isolation. See, this I love. I really do. I I love to isolate myself a lot because it's the only time I can regain my energy after being around people that want to keep tap into my energy, always want to bug me, tell me their life stories. And that's on a daily basis. I could keep my head down and walk and act like I don't see you. And for some apparent reason, you're going to bump into me. And with even though you know I'm going somewhere, you're going to stand there and tell me your whole fucking life story. Not realizing that, hey, why don't you book an appointment? You know, just book an appointment. Because you're not the only one that's come up to me today trying to tell me your whole life story and asking me for advice. I think this happened at my, at my second job uh, about a week ago where I was doing something on the job, focusing, not looking at anyone, and this dude just comes up to me out of nowhere, and he says to me, oh, I need your advice, and I'm like, who are you? He's like, you just seem like a very sound-minded person, I just I just want your advice, and I went, uh, okay, so I just went back to work, hoping that this person would realize that I just said, I don't know you, please leave, and he just starts telling me, And I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast episode. Maybe I have, maybe I have not. I'm not really sure. And he just started telling me how, you know, he's planning on leaving his wife with his children. And he's now fucking two girls. And he can't really decide which one he wants. One's a hardworking girl and one's a party girl. And he's just like, I just don't know what to do. I can't really choose. And I said, well, what does your brain say? And he's like, well, I don't know. And I said, well, what does your dick say? And he's like, uh, I, 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 I don't know. No, you know. You, you just came over to me to try to make to try to tell me that you're hot shit right now because you got two girls that you're banging and they all want a piece of you. So you're like, hey, you know, I have two, but I don't have to choose them. I'm leaving one, my wife, and I got two, but I don't have to choose any of them. If, if you want some of this, it's available. But I guess he thought that I, <laughs> you know what, I'll let you I'll let you finish that last statement. Victim mentality can and will affect your life in a very bad, negative way. I don't know how else to say it. It's not a positive thing. It really isn't. Victim mentality can also be symptom of mental health conditions, such as borderline personality disorder. Haven't we met those types of people? Major depressive disorder. Narcissistic personality disorder. Oh, snap post-traumatic stress disorder and complex post-traumatic stress disorder they even had to throw in complex not just post-traumatic stress disorder no no no, not just ptsd you need to have the complex version of that they had to throw that part into i was like damn victim mentality is is a. Uh, it's an infection it's like a virus everyone has it right I mean, I can say that I have some tendency of narcissistic behavior, but mind you, I earned it because too many people have come into my life who have tried to take advantage of my compassion and empathy and I had to build walls. And so in order to build those walls, I had to have an ego and with that ego comes some tendency of narcissistic behavior i will still have your back and i will still support you but i will cuss you the fuck out you know what i mean it's the boundaries and when you cuss them out they understand this is the boundaries and if you keep doing it you're gonna keep getting your your ass cussed out until you know your place in my life and again it sounds bad it really does it sounds like I'm an evil person, a person that just will not tolerate no bullshit. And guess what? It's true. I won't. I don't have time for you. I think um, an ex-friend who really took advantage of my kindness in the past and loyalty, and she decided to betray me in, in every way possible, talking shit about me to every single person. And then when I decided to take a step back and truly just, just disappear from this person's life, Um, A lot of people came out of the woodwork to tell me about what this girl had said behind my back. And I already kind of knew it because I could just feel it. I'm an empath. I can feel your betrayal. But I'm not going to say anything because I got no proof. So I got the proof after I let her go. At this point, I can't really go back and be like, you bitch. I can't really do that. It's over. I've already walked away. But now I have the evidence that I need because all of these people told me. So years have passed. And you know what this trick did? this troll decided to message me out of nowhere saying oh hi oh you know i'm i'm just hoping that we can talk and i was like there's nothing for us to talk about she's like oh i just you know just wanted she wanted to reconnect basically and i was like nope that's not necessary we have nothing to talk about she's like well you know i'm like wait a minute why why are you contacting me all of a sudden this has been years it's been years now why do you need to contact me all of a sudden?" And she says, "Oh, you know, you just seem happy." Ding, ding, ding! All of a sudden, the red flag started flaring up in the back of my head because guess what? The only reason why people come into your life when you're happy is if they're energy vampires. They see that you're doing well, they see that you're happy, and they're coming into your life so they can suck on your energy and try to take whatever blessings you have. And she told me straight up, and I had to be a bitch to get that response. And then I said, no, 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 you, you were talking mad shit about me before, basically betraying me behind my back. So there's really nothing for us to talk about. She's like, oh, it sounds like you're holding a grudge, like you sound angry. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm like, what makes you think that my happiness equates to your presence when now that you're in my happy atmosphere, clearly you are the problem? If I am turning into a negative person just because you're here, I already sensed that you were coming to me with un- in- impure intentions. So what does my guard do? It just flares up and it tells you to fuck off. And then she's like, well, you know, I just wanted to apologize for, you know, bothering you and, you know, I wish you wish you well. And I was like, well, ah, you don't have to apologize for coming to bother me. As you can see, you still haven't learned how to apologize properly. It's just not your strong suit. And then I blocked her motherfucking ass. You know what the bitch did? Sorry, she really pissed me off. You know what the bitch did? So I'm going to call her a bitch. She decided to go on my Instagram. (laughs) The bitch went on my Instagram to message me to say, and I didn't even know she was there, to say, oh, you're being petty for blocking me. And I said, I'm confused. Are we friends? Because I don't understand why you keep contacting me, like get the message. And then I just left. Like what what is there to talk about? We we all, there's nothing to talk about. What are you gonna apologize? Oh, come on now, you and I both know you haven't changed. You're only back into my life because you see that I'm happy, or without you. And you want to suck on that energy. I can sense that shit now. That's what happens when you are healed and you've reset your life. And you can start to see who is for you and who is not for you. And once you know that this person has proven to you at some point in time that this is who they are, believe them. People with victimhood tend to have um, experienced bad things in their life, been dealt a shitty hand or experienced trauma. That poor inner child you can feel for that inner child because can you imagine i mean i value children so when children go through something traumatic it really i feel it and i feel for children children don't have you know the coping mechanism to handle trauma they they don't have a, a coping strategy they're they're babies they're little humans most child do not have that so they develop this negative view on life as as they grow i feel bad for people like that because they could be a great contribution to the world but they refuse to change their victim mindset they enjoy the sympathy and attention they gain from their distress they love when others you know offer them help or validation for what they've been through again because you don't know the full story at at its core victim mindset is rooted in trauma distress and pain they feel the feeling of helplessness that nothing you do in the future will make a difference i mean that's depressing that is a depressing way to view life and i could have easily have chosen that path But i just couldn't do it i hate being a victim i hate it hate it hate being a victim while you may not have been able to control what happened to you in the past it's likely that you do have some degree of control over what happens to you going forward victim mentality retreats into self-pity and are happy to shout nothing will work at the end of the day you just wanted to feel sorry for yourself Rather than work towards anything meaningful, especially something as good as healing or change, positive change in your life. Life will never stop giving you challenges. There is no way around it. There is no way out of that. Nothing will get you out of challenges. If you think you can escape, I wish you luck. Send me a letter or at least message me on my Instagram page, the business Instagram page. You can even go on the the promo that I'm going to have for this specific podcast episode, and you can comment and tell me that you have found the cure, a way to get away from challenges in life. Please let me know. I would love to hear your testimony. Most common signs of a victim mentality is continued self-sabotage and negative thinking. I explained um, in the self-sabotage podcast episode that I had, that self-sabotage for me in my life was used as protection. And I thank God for it. And I explained that in that episode. I may not have known what I was doing because it was unconscious, but in the long run, I looked back and realized I dodged a bullet. <laughs> I really did. I look back and I'm like, woo! Thank God for my self-sabotage. But for others, it is completely destructive. It destroys their lives, complete devastation. It completely ruins them. For those victims, their inner child's rights have been violated at a tender age, and they didn't deserve it. You deserve empathy, compassion, and understanding. As an adult, I can say I don't feel the same way, because you're an adult. Moving forward, you should be making decisions and choices that are meaningful in your life and not allowing past traumatic situations that have happened when you were a child, when you couldn't defend yourself, when you couldn't stand up for yourself, you didn't know how to handle such situations. Now that you're an adult, I expect you to do better to know exactly what to do because you've done the research, you have gone through the self growth, you've developed yourself. You know what I mean? So, I don't really feel bad when adults are experiencing the same things that they experienced as a child. You will have to give these things to yourself the empathy, the compassion, and understanding. You're going to have to give it to yourself. Don't wait for someone else to give it to you. Give it to yourself. Connect with your inner child. Talk to your inner child. Talk about the trauma that you've been through. Talk about what would need to happen going forward to help you to heal yourself, to, to, to have healthy, lasting relationships, friendships, do better at work, do better in life altogether. Being honest with yourself is one of the most important things you can do. One of the important things you can do. And if you can't be honest with yourself, you can't be honest with others and you will never heal. You will never change. You will never grow. So let's go over this again. (laughs) Signs of victim mentality. Got a nice list for y'all. You blame other people for how your life's going. You feel as though everything is stacked against you. You have trouble coping with setbacks you have a negative attitude going into most situations when someone tries to help you you lash out in anger when you feel sorry for yourself it makes you feel a bit better (laughs) really okay you tend to hang out with other people who also like to complain and blame other people it's actually really annoying i think i tried it once it didn't work it really did i couldn't i i got up i left i was like nope can't do it bye (laughs) i can only do it for such a short period of time after about 10 minutes i'm like whoa i'm tired i'm done you find it hard to make changes in your life you feel like you lack support from others you want the people who have done you wrong to recognize what they did you have a very black and white view of other people let's go back i said you want the people who have done you wrong to recognize what you did i or what they did sorry I disagree with that. I don't think that's a victim mentality. I think that's that's a human behavior. I mean, if you read the Bible, it even has scriptures in there where they talk about, you know, people who have done you wrong or your enemies would be, you know, kneeled down at your footstool and, you know, God's going to bring you that glory in some way. This is a human trait. Who doesn't want people who have done them wrong to recognize what they did? Who doesn't want a thoughtful apology for what they have done it doesn't mean you're gonna let them back into your life you'll accept the apology you will forgive them and you'll be like close the door you know what i mean who doesn't want that i don't know anyone who is above it that when someone slaps their cheek they go oh slap me on the other cheek i know in the bible it says you should do that but Truly, humanity aren't those type of people. You slap someone in the face, they're going to slap you back. And if they didn't slap you back, it's because people are watching and they don't want to be charged with assault. Come on now. But don't worry. They'll get you later. It's human trait to want someone who has done you wrong to recognize what they have done. I am not above this. But it doesn't mean that I have victim mentality because I want those people to recognize it, to experience it, and to know that what they had done to me was wrong. Uh, let's go down the list again you lack empathy for other people's problems Hmm. you tend to ruminate about situations so it's kind of like overthinking it all the time and playing it over and over and over in your head it's kind of like a trauma that you just won't let go of and it just keeps playing and keeps playing and you you know when you do that your body starts to remember what happened your body starts to remember that feeling and you go into that state all over again that's torture that's real torture. I mean, you can kick someone's ass and they'll heal and bounce back. But to, to constantly play what happened into your head over and over again and relive that experience is torture. I have no idea why anyone would want to be a victim. Why would anyone want to walk around with victim mentality? It's torture. You are passive when you go about your days. Hmm you think that the world is an unfair place most people feel that way so i guess a lot of people have victim mentality you are hyper vigilant to bad things that might happen well i don't think that's a bad thing especially when people have shown you who they are of course you're going to be hyper vigilant i am hyper vigilant but i'm not a victim i just know that i have experienced betrayal I have experienced people who have taken advantage of my kindness and my empathy and my compassion and have used that against me. And so yes, I am hypervigilant because of it. You can say that it's trauma, but who hasn't really experienced that? That's like saying, you know, you're not human, you're an alien, it just came down from a different planet and you look at people like, oh, people. You've never experienced them before. So, of course, you're going to have stars in your eyes and glitter and you're going to want to poke them and pry and, you know, get to know them and learn everything about how these animals live in their current habitat. No one no one just wakes up one day and they're just an alien. Of course, they're going to be hypervigilant because there's a lot of people out there that aren't, they don't have pure intentions. So, you have to be to protect yourself, protect your heart, protect your peace. And protect your energy so that one i would not say that it's a bad thing it's just you have to be that way in the world if you go to any third world country most people are nice they're super sweet and you wonder like you live in poverty the streets are dirty and yet you can be so kind and so giving and still open your door and still you know offer food to to people that are hungry that you don't even know and Yes, they can they can do that because they, they send you they sense your genuinity. They sense that you are authentic person. But if you came in and you had bad vibes about you, they would not be letting you into their home. They would not be offering you any food and people would treat you exactly the way you deserve. In third world country, they, it's quicker for them to identify who you are just by looking at you. You feel as though failing is permanent. Hmm. I can understand that. I know my mother had said to me that she felt that every seven years she received good luck. Every seven years. You know how long seven years is? To be going through permanent seven year long just bad luck. And then all of a sudden after the seven years up you finally receive good luck. Like that's, that's sad. That's really sad. But some people are blessed to be lucky and some people are just not you have a constant feeling of helplessness you have a tendency to catastrophic and i guess when we use the term catastrophic if i think about it in a victim mentality context i would think they like to blow things out of proportion and make it seem like it's the world is falling <laughs> because that happens so that's that's what i i kind of take from that statement right there and the last one on the list is you always feel as though other people are better off in life than you Hmm. i was hoping that victim mentality would be short in this podcast episode so that i could um, talk more about warrior mindset but it seems that it is not the case so we're gonna continue with this podcast episode talking about victim mentality and then i will split it into a part two where I would focus more on warrior mindset. So I apologize for this, but victim mentality, I just, I did not expect it to be this long when I was writing it. And technically, I should just name this podcast episode Victim Mentality, but it's a part of the warrior mindset. I really want you guys to. Understand the difference between them both. And I'm willing to dedicate a podcast episode to victim mindset so that you can really truly meditate on it. And then once we get into the Warrior Mindset podcast episode, you're going to see the contrast. Uh, okay, so victim mindset is an attitude. Is it a positive attitude or a negative attitude? So far, it sounds negative, And something tells me that it will continue that way you know, till we finish this podcast episode. I mean, hopefully we'll see a a bright light somewhere, but um, my hopes are quite low. So here are some of the attitudes to watch out for. Feeling overly pessimistic about your future, feeling of repressed anger. I mean, I do feel that, but actually now I just unleash it. So I guess, um, yeah. Feeling as though you are entitled to sympathy from others. Yeah, no. <laughs> Feeling defensive no matter what other people say. Feeling as though there is no point in looking for solutions. I mean, that sounds pretty dire, don't you think? I, I guess negative it is, right? Let's continue with the attitude. Seeing people as black and white or good and bad. Yes, yes, most people do that. I, I can't say I'm exempt from that. Uh, being unwilling to take risks exaggerating the risk of situations or how bad they could turn out, uh, putting yourself down all the time, a feeling of learned helplessness. Based on this list, as I said, it all sounds negative. I, I haven't really read anything positive about victim mentality. So many people suffer from this illness and I consider it to be an illness because it's it's like a virus, as I said, it's, it's just it's like a plague. And there's so many people in humanity that, that has this victim mentality. It's crazy. The most common result of victim mentality is feelings of guilt, shame, and depression. Feeling frustrated with the world. Feeling hurt and that people don't care about you. Feeling resentful of other people who are successful. Feeling depressed, isolated, or lonely. Having relationship issues Or problems at work because others feel manipulated or blamed, feeling bad about yourself or engaging in self-destructive behavior, feeling as though you thrive on drama and refusing to make changes when you are faced with setbacks, constant negative emotions such as fear, sadness, and anger. It may take you a long time to trust a therapist or authority figures. So based on that list, I just feel that people with victim mentality have a very long way to go until they find healing or, or receive any positivity in their lives. It's, it's really sad. It's a very sad state to be in if you have victim mentality. I have personally never met a person that has victim mentality And they have ever wanted to change or grow. I have never met one that ever felt the need to do so. I mean, they have lied and said that they have. But truly deep down with their actions, they had no intentions of changing or growing as a person. My only advice I can give to people uh, who is struggling with victim mentality is to see a therapist. Pay them. Yes, you will be wasting their time because you have an audience, someone to get attention from, someone to pour into um, your energy cup as, you know, that's what the attention does for people with victim mentality, but they are getting paid for it. So (laughs) you may not change, but, you know, you won't drag, you know, that therapist down with you. So I guess to me, that's a win-win situation as far as I'm concerned. Now, that being said, I have to clarify, the people who are victims and are trying to heal and rise above it, I do not consider them to have victim mentality. They are trying to be better. There are those that come into these people's lives to derail them from their healing or growth, to continue to abuse them, to, to you know, re-victimize them. These are the people with victim mentality they are not trying to change grow or heal they want to hurt people because they are hurt they don't have emotional intelligence their purpose is to reap and destroy re-traumatize and continue to hurt they feel satisfaction from it they cannot be saved no book um, reading tons of books on on how to get out of a victim mentality that won't help They will never leave and accept a situation they have caused because, again, they're the victim. They will reclaim their power over others. They can't forgive themselves or others. And if they ask for forgiveness, it's a lie. They will try to control everything and everyone. Self-care is what they can get from others. (laughs) They can't love you because they can't love themselves. Deep down, they know they aren't worthwhile people they have boundaries yes they will reinforce it if they are if they aren't getting what they want they have tantrums you are to blame for everything wrong in their lives they will always make themselves a priority they will not pour into you as you did for them they aren't grateful for anything they have professional support is the best Thing for victim mentalities. Compassion is not their strong suit unless they get their way. They will shift their self-identification to seem charming, to get your guard down so you will be vulnerable with them. They will even make up their own stories, which is far from the truth, but they would seem wronged in all of their story. They don't do anything. Anything to cause a situation they're in, they sound like narcissists. They sound like narcissists, don't they? I just don't think we're that far off <laughs> by saying that, you know, people with victim mentality are, are narcissistic. If that type of person comes into your life, encourage them to seek professional support. You are not their therapist or the person that has to carry their shame, guilt, or pain. You can only do so much. Know your limits bow out gracefully yes you will hear stories about you how horrible you were so they can get energy from those people i promise you you will be vindicated you don't need to worry about those people they turned against you but i definitely wanted to end this podcast episode by making it clear that there are some people out there who are feeling some of these victim mentality symptoms especially in their lives because they are still working with their inner child to try to overcome the trauma that they've experienced and all of the bad things that have happened to them and they do feel low they do feel depressed they do feel anxious but they are not victims and they're not claiming to be victims they're not saying poor me they're saying this has all happened to me and i'm truly affected and i'm emotional about it and you know thank you for the compassion but i'm going to be working on myself there is a difference so most of the stuff that i've mentioned not everyone is considered a you know a victim not everyone sees himself as a victim they know that they're struggling with certain things in their lives and they're willing to put in the work and the effort to try to be better to be successful to just be a better human being so yes um i have to cut this podcast episode short because it is too long (laughs) the topic is not finished i will publish part two very soon Thank you for supporting the Orchid Bloom's podcast. Please subscribe, follow, rate, and leave a review on the podcast or the episode. We also have social media platforms. So follow and subscribe those. The first one is Orchid Bloom's YouTube channel. The second is the Ambitious Obsession Network on Facebook. At the Ambitious Ops on Twitter. And at the ambitious net on instagram i'm mostly on instagram don't forget to share your favorite podcast episode with your family and your friends and i hope you have a splendid day